Well, hello, Wichita. I'm City Councilmember Brian Fry for District 5. Thank you for joining us on this edition of Council Chat. Today is my first experience doing Council Chat with a new guest, our Strategic Communications Director, Jim Jonas. Welcome, Jim. Well, thank you very much. I, I can't believe it's taken me a year and a half to be invited to the big table here. <laughs> well, maybe it's because no one else is available. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just a joke. I was going Just down the, the list of who's here. Uh, who's oh, available? wait, maybe, maybe Jim's here. <laughs> the last man in the building. Get, is here. Get, get him over here. No, actually, it's due time. I mean, you've been here, what, almost two years now. Year and a half. Yeah, and so it's, it's about time we got you on here. And you came on at a crazy time. I started March 16, <laughs> which was the day the city shut down. It's also my birthday. So oh, uh, well, I didn't realize n- that. never have to remember You'll never the city forget. shut down. Yep. Well, that was right when we came back from D.C. We had made our annual trip to visit with our delegation and agencies out there. And we get back and quarantined. Yeah, it was crazy time. Yeah, the great-grandchildren will will tell stories. (laughs) Gosh, I hope not. I'm I'm tired of this story. I'm ready ready for a new book. Moving on. Right? Let's move on. No, but seriously, uh, Jim, you've been a, a breath of fresh air around here. Um, as a person who's been in strategic communications his entire life. I know you and I chat quite frequently, and it's, it's good to have someone to bounce ideas off of and, and really tell our story better. Um, we talk about that all the time at, at City Council, at City Hall. The city's doing great things, we remarkable are. things. We are. And we have to continue to re- remind people that your city is working hard, we're moving forward, and telling our story is a big piece of that. So I know that's one of the big things that you're here to do, and, and Council Chat is one of those, yep. right? Yep, it's uh, one of our uh, novel new ways of communicating, right. and, and I think it uh, it's getting us on that road of doing better at telling our story. We have a long ways to go. We've got a lot of great stories to tell. We've got some remarkable employees of this uh, city hall operation, and we need to tell their stories and really demonstrate that we're doing great things in the community. Yeah, and again, as someone who's always believed this, you can't tell your story enough. You have to over-communicate, and whether it's on social media, forums like this, videos that we produce, Uh, Channel 7. We've got a great staff that helps us do that. And so we can't over communicate enough because there are people that still don't know what's happening. Case in point, uh, the water treatment facility has been a project. It's been in the works for five years, six years. It's been under construction for a year and a half. There's three cranes out on that site. There are people that still don't know what we're building there. They have no idea. They have no idea. And it's like, it's a half a billion dollar project. It's a legacy project for the city. And you're not aware of this. We have more work to do. Well, and, and interestingly, when, when the we had that main break uh, a couple of weeks ago, everybody immediately went to, oh, my God, uh, the, the old treatment plant is right. broken down again. Th- that was the fear instead of what the... The, the easy answer, they went for the hard one. And that's because we're yeah. not doing well enough yet at telling that story of that we've got this fantastic new facility that's going to yeah. be here before yeah. we know it. Yeah. And again, I, I think we have been doing a much better job. Again, thanks to you and your direction. But the, we have to keep at it. We have to keep at it, keep doing it, and keep getting more council members involved and, and more staff. I, I love the idea of a staff joining us for council chat. So uh, again, we'll have staff chat. Uh, that'll <laughs> staff be, there you <laughs> that'll, go. That'll be the next one. We'll, we'll talk about what's uh, what, what's the special at the cafeteria today. Then, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry, so yeah, you got my interest. 
Well, I was going to ask you, and you said that you're not going to be able to do uh, Halloween this year, yeah. but you're the kind of guy who would, I think, would get into Halloween, right? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's kind of legendary in our neighborhood because of our kids. And in a, being a very family-centric neighborhood, we've always gone all out for Halloween and decorate the house and and dress up in costume I and don't i have and, i have uh, no doubt that that's yeah. the case and uh we do we typically get about 400 kids <laughs> this year i've got to go to kansas city sunday so i won't be able to participate this year and so i'm really disappointed in it and i'm sure there'll be some tricksters that'll be glad i'm not there this year <laughs> because of the costumes and the scariness so what, um, would, what would it have been then would it have been a squ- oh clowns a... no creepy clowns oh, scary that's clown. the worst yeah. possible yeah yeah, it is. And I, I sometimes I'll drag an axe in the street behind me. And yeah, so fortunately, they don't know who I am specifically, but it's always fun. It's all good fun. Oh. Right. Halloween's one of my favorite holidays, that and Thanksgiving. And so this is the great season right now with all this and the weather turns. That so makes it a little more fun, a little your uh, skin's a tingle because of it. So well, soon enough, we'll be able to do our our annual roll out of our uh, street sweepers and ice uh, yeah. uh, removal process and uh, everybody like loves a good story about uh, yeah. salt sand mix and yeah I, I don't <laughs> i don't look forward to the ice but you know it is the perfect time of year for getting into spirits and and festiveness agreed so agreed look forward to it so this week we had a workshop yes a workshop uh, focused on jabara yeah. And one of those untold stories of something that's really important to the city. You want to expand on that? So uh, Jabara Airport's uh, out on North Webb Road. Um, it's one of our two airports that the city operates, Eisenhower being the other one. And it's more of our business aviation airport. It's uh, a lot of private hangars, a lot of corporate jets. It's not the general aviation that we see out at Eisenhower. But as part of that, the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, uh, requires us to do an airport layout plan uh, and report uh, on a regular basis to grant funding decisions. And so they want to know what we're planning to do. And that helps us when we're talking to potential tenants out there and what's the use of the facility, um, what's that master plan going to be. Mm-hmm. And we have to update that about every seven or ten years as needed. And it, and it really has to do with what kind of use is happening on the grounds, how the FAA may change some of their design standards. And so we have to keep it updated. The last one that we did was in 2005, and a lot has changed since then. Um, And we have to keep it up to date um, Mm -hmm. because it is a very uh, economic driver um, for Wichita to have that type of facility for our businesses. And and so, and and the funding for this report is 100% funded by the FAA. Normally, there's a 90 to 10 split, but this time around, because of CARES funding, we're able to do this report at no cost to our to our neighbors. Well, someone good. who lives in that neighborhood, and, and uh, I hear the takeoffs and landings <laughs> uh, uh, all day and night, I'm really uh, impressed with the amount of activity that's happening yes. around there, and it argues even more strongly that we need to have a really solid plan, because a lot of development's encroaching uh, on that airport, yeah. so if we want to maintain it, we better be looking at and, and continue to grow it. Um, and there is land out there that's available for additional development, um, whether it be more hangars or industrial use, aircraft-related manufacturing mm-hmm. that need to be on site. Certainly WSU Tech is growing out there, and there may be opportunity for them to A expand. Yep. So we really have to have that master plan to help determine what's the best fit. 
um, because it is growing very rapidly. Or hopefully no more Dreamliners land out there. You weren't around for that. <laughs> I heard that the was, story. I heard yeah, the story. That was an incredible story. That's impressive that somebody was able to land it on that little strip. And stop. And stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they probably would have ended up uh, not in a good spot. But no, it's uh, very important that we do this. And it was a good report. Very happy with some of the recommendations. Don't know that uh, how quickly we'll take some of these. We do have a capital investment plan. That's a one to five year, a five to 10 year, and a 10 year to 20. And so this helps us dedicate the funding necessary and make sure that we're doing this in a very logical, methodical way to support the growth. And so it was very timely. Now Mm -hmm. I think the next step is to do one for Eisenhower because we have the same opportunity out there. There's a lot of available land on the Tyler side Mm -hmm. that has potential for additional hangars, additional industrial use. And so we have to do that one next, but started with your Barra, uh, and then we'll move off of that. You know, recently council member Tuttle and I, along with uh, Scott Rigby, assistant city manager, who's also interim airport director or was, it was, um, we went out to NBAA, which is national business aviation convention. And Jabera is a known thing out there. Mm. Um, there are a lot of folks that asking about Jaber and what are the opportunities they're looking forward to this uh, master plan. And so um, it couldn't come at a better time. And same with Eisenhower. There's a lot of interest on both facilities from MROs, maintenance, repair and operations mm-hmm. to industrial use to other air, potential airline. Yep. So very needed. And again, last one we did was 20, 2005. So it was time. Well, that airport just is a fantastic resource and, yeah. and having moved here from a big city that had a big city airport <laughs> yeah uh this is refreshing i love flying out of <laughs> out of yeah. here yeah just need more of them a couple of quick highlights for jabera um, we're the sixth highest total economic impact among 73 general aviation airports in the state so when you think about that that includes kansas city includes eisenhower so six that's pretty good because there's a lot of regional airports in Kansas City area. Sure. Uh, total annual output is over $156 million generated on that footprint at Jabera, over a thousand jobs. And Jabera accounts for 9.2% of jobs in the state created by General Aviation Airport. So almost 10%. That's an economic driver, clearly. And the more potential and with the master plan, we can even do greater heights, pun intended. Uh. Nicely, I had to work that nicely ad. done. Nicely <laughs> done. So the question I have is, uh, as a relative newcomer to the city, is it Jabara or is it Jabara? <laughs> is it's it's kind of like the, the, the Greenwich this, Greenwich. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Kansas, all those uh, uh, peculiarities. I've been here my entire life, nearly, and it's always been Jabara. So that there, to me. you just settled it then, just like Greenwich. <laughs> you hear that, <laughs> Councilmember Tuttle? <laughs> We had other news uh, uh, in the airport world uh, this week. Uh, we, we have a new director at, yes. uh, at the airport. Yeah, that's exciting. In my entire career, I've only known two airport directors hmm. in Wichita. Victor White, who recently retired, and Bayless Bell. And when you think about that, that's staggering. Uh, it is. Almost 50 years of service between two gentlemen. So you think, well... You mean Victor's not the airport director? <laughs> no, he earned his retirement. Yeah, he did. And so we're very excited. Uh, we have a new airport director, and uh, he comes to us from Manhattan, Kansas. Jesse Romo. Yeah. I've not met him yet. I'm Neither looking forward I. to I'm it. looking forward to it. We'll have to have him on council, council chat. chat. Absolutely. No, he's a young go-getter. He's been um, in Manhattan for several years as their regional airport director. And then prior to that, he served as the director of aviation 
for the Kansas Department of Transportation. And he'll be with us in not too long, just a, a few weeks he'll be in, yeah. in place. And, and I know there's always some confusion and, and changes and people get worried about the changes out there, but I've just heard wonderful things. Yeah, about no, Jesse. I'm excited for it. Um, I know they had some good candidates um, yep. as part of it, and that's good. You always want to have multiple candidates and there were strong ones, but to get a native I don't know if he's originally from Manhattan, but since he worked there, and I'm going to consider him a native, yep. right? That's good. And a pilot himself. Oh, so, great. I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. So, no, I look forward to meeting him. And again, thank you, Victor, for all of your years of service and, and enjoy your retirement. So, what's coming up this week? We want to talk about uh, some of the key items that are on the agenda for next uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, with last week having a short consent and a workshop, we, we have a full slate of activities this week. A few weeks ago, we set the public hearing date for the establishment of the new ICT 21 redevelopment district. Uh, this is at the site of the old refinery at 135 and 21st. Um, developers are envisioned uh, a massive upgrade to that site, which is great because it's been abandoned and in an eyesore, and it's on a very important road sure is. Um, with, the, with the interstate right there. So there's great potential. They want to set up as a tax increment financing, which again, it's not generating revenue on the site right now. And this yep. will be an opportunity to really increase the, the value of that land and generate additional sales tax too. So it sounds like a really good project. We need to hear more details on it, but that's on our agenda. And it's definitely one of those that could be a spur for a lot more things absolutely. to come. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, like I said, been vacant for too long, and it's in a prime location along the canal route and as a destination for a lot of tractor trailers, a lot of cargo traffic. So there's great potential. Looking forward to seeing that presentation. If you're a golfer, you know that this last two years has been big business at our golf courses. Uh, more people have been playing due to COVID because it's an outdoor activity. It's social distancing, at, le- at least when you play with me, because I'm usually <laughs> all, in the, in the woods, <laughs> right? So I'm all over the place. But um, because of that, we've had a lot more uh, opportunities out there, and we have to make some adjustments to the golf fund budget. There's been additional revenue, but there's also been an additional expense. And mm-hmm. so it operates as an enterprise fund, so it's not part of the general budget. And so we have to make those adjustments on an annual basis. Yep. And so that has to get done. Do you play golf? Very badly. Uh, <laughs> so we should be getting together. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, really. We, we should certainly see who can break 150. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a little better than that. Uh, That's a, on nine holes. On nine. Okay. <laughs> Far three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a project for uh, police headquarters up on the fifth and sixth floor of City Hall to do some remodeling. Just trying to make more efficient use of the space. Yep with the rounds and Porter building next to city hall, moving some things over there and just kind of adjusting the square footage to make it easier to do their jobs. Yeah. Certainly have learned a lot during the age of COVID about uh, efficiency in, in office space here at city hall. So trying to provide a lot of services as well on the yeah. first floor here. So we're not moving people all over the building. Yeah, no, that, that's a good project. And, and again, uh, continue to support our police department and the, for the jobs they do. And then another big item is striker. And that has been a great success story. It's out on North Greenwich Road. And it's our sports complex, soccer complex. Um, And they do other things out there, too, lacrosse and flag football and I think all kinds of activity. But because it's been so successful, we need to make some additional improvements. And so the, the contract for the design is up to get that complete 
so we can then hopefully start turning dirt and get it you know finished out i think it's some restrooms Mm -hmm. um some netting to make it safer for expanded lockers expanded locker rooms so again and the whole idea is to generate the ability to host more tournaments bigger ones yeah and bigger tournaments and maybe even some professional stuff definitely college ones yeah yeah. college and so forth because it's just a great facility and by making these improvements that opens it up to uh, more opportunities. Yeah, it's so. really, again, I live on that, that edge of town, and it's remarkable what that has been spurring with other development around there, and, and we're going to see more of it. Yeah. And not just uh, commercial. There's a lot of uh, real estate going in around there, too. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, it's, it's good to see, and as a former park board guy, I love seeing the continued investment in our parks because that adds to the quality of our places and makes it more attractive for people. They want to move here. Um, or, and, or wanting to decide if they're going to stay or not. And that's a, such an important part of what makes a city inviting. And you have to have a great, robust park system. And so seeing Stryker continue to develop and be successful warms my heart. That's a uh, chock-full agenda. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. It's a very busy day, um, and it's good because uh, as we start getting near the end of the year, we, our calendars get very busy, and so getting all this stuff done uh, definitely earns our salaries so thank you for joining us on council chat thank you very fun. much you're, you're welcome thank back you. You, you get to come back now <laughs> in, in a year and a half <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much no, great thank you for joining us and uh, have a happy and safe halloween